Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hi guys, welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. Today we have Krista Stubbs here with us. Hi Krista and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you Michelle. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, why don't you introduce yourself um, and kind of what makes you a Waiting Warrior, what's your husband's job, your family situation, all that kind of stuff. Uh, sure. So my husband just joined the Navy, uh, just over a year ago. He is a Navy lawyer. It's called JAG. So he's a Navy JAG <laughs> and we, um, were professional students for a really long time while he was in school and then finished his bachelor's degree and then went on for his, his law degree. And we have two little boys, and we currently live in Hawaii. So that's fun, far away from family and whatnot. But it's Hawaii, so it's, it's cool. It can't be yeah, too it's, bad if it's, it's pretty Hawaii, great. It's, right? it's a pretty good setup. If you're going to live far away, Hawaii is a good way to do it. So That's, that's what I was telling my husband. We just um, got our first active duty assignment, and, you know, they pretend to let you pick. Right. <laughs> You know, maybe we should just put Hawaii because if we're going to be far away, yeah, might as well have a nice beach. Yep. That was kind of us. We put it as our number two thinking it would never happen. And then we we're like, oh, look, we get to go live in Hawaii. So, all right. That's funny. So, yeah. So I have to ask, what is it like having a husband that's a lawyer in the military? Because I feel like that would be different than most other jobs. Yeah, I think it's pretty different than... Um, obviously enlisted and a lot of officers. Um, he works kind of eight to five is kind of a normal thing. He usually works from like seven 30 or whatever to like four 35. And then he's home occasionally. Like if there's like a big case or whatever, he'll work late. Uh, but they do send lawyers out still. So he could still, you know, deploy in our future. Uh, but they don't use as many on shifts. So there's not as many, spots for them to go out. It's, it kind of helps your career if you do go out and go on a ship to keep, stay in the military. So if we want to make this like a long-term mm-hmm. career, he will eventually go out and be on a ship and do the law of the, you know, international law and sea law and all that stuff. So, so interesting. When I heard that he was a lawyer, I, I just had to ask because that's not something, right. it's something you see in the movies a whole lot. But to know if he really felt like Tom Cruise or not, you know, what? That was. Yeah, no. his dad was a lawyer in the military when um, Navy Jag was a TV show. Mm-hmm. And my husband liked to watch it when he was a kid. And my father-in-law would be like, yeah, that's not my job. It's not that cool. It's not like <laughs> the movie's way cooler than what I actually do every day. But he still decided to try it out. So here we are. That's that's funny. So, um, for the listeners don't know this, but when I'm finding people for 
to be on the podcast, I always send them the same questions. And sometimes, um, in the past I've asked everybody those questions, but there's one question that I really want to talk to you, Krista, about it was, um, what do you do for self care? And, um, you mentioned something about a happiness journal and I am very, very curious about what that is. Yeah. So I actually got this idea from, um, a positive psychology. It's, there's a book about positive psychology called flourishing by the founder of positive psychology, uh, Martin Siegelman. And he talks about all these things you can do to, to improve, um, well-being and help, you know, fight depression and all these different things. So one of the ideas was a happiness journal. And what you do is every night you write down three things that went well that day, but on top of that, you write why they went well. Mm -hmm. So you have to think about, you know, the, why this happened to me kind of thing. And it helps even, you know, the hard days where the kids are driving you crazy and you're just like, there's really nothing today. You have to sit at the end of the day and be like, I have to think three things that (laughs) went well today. Um, but it's really made a big difference. I started doing it when my husband was, uh, at ODS, um, officer training and, it made a big difference being away from him and not having him around to be able to every night be like, all right, we're like, there is good here. And there is something to, you know, be happy about. Yeah. So how did you, how did you find that? I guess, like, were you, um, is the positive psychology just something you've always been interested in or did you kind of seek after that because he was gone? So I've always liked psychology, but I've always felt like it's kind of been, it focuses, psychology in general focuses a lot on like dealing with, you know, mental illness and whatnot and how we can prevent mental illness and whatnot. But it kind of stops there. It's like, as long as you don't, as long as you're not sick, you're okay, (laughs) but not like, let's be better. Like, let's have life be the best it can be. And I have a sister who uh, just finished a degree in rec therapy and she took a class where they talked about positive psychology actually. And so she told me about the book and I was like, you have to read this. It's so great. You'd love it. And it really is great. It's kind of the opposite side of the coin. Like there's regular psychology, which is obviously needed and important. Um, and we need to be able to, you know, diagnose people and help, you know, with depression and all this stuff. But positive psychology is about how can we live life to the fullest? How can we have well-being? How can we, you know, find joy in all of our little moments, I guess. Which what waiting warrior doesn't need that? Yeah, exactly. I was like, this feels like it would apply to, you know, so many people. But I think, you know, us waiting warriors are dealing with a lot of, you know, extra stress in our lives from mm-hmm. our, our spouse's careers. And so I think it brings a lot. Um, it makes it a lot easier when, you know, they're gone for a long time and you're alone or they're working the crazy hours and it's unpredictable or dangerous and <laughs> not to be able to find the joy in the madness. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting that it's like, you don't just write the, what, what was good about the day, but the why, because I've heard of a lot of like gratitude journals and those type of things where you write things that made you happy, things that you're proud of, or things you're just grateful for because you know, gratitude is having gratitude will obviously help you in your life. But I thought it was really interesting that you write why, like, 
that just that contemplation. Yeah, it's it's an interesting idea because I've also my mom always has done like a gratitude journal and wrote down what went well. But the idea of writing why I was like, that's an interest. Like, why? Why do you write why? Um, and the mm-hmm. overall idea is that it makes you sit there and like really under it kind of helps you see the, your core beliefs and why it's important to you and why these things are important to you. So it's you know, not all the same things would make such an impact on every person and be the things that they wrote down. And so to see like why this is important to me, I have my journal next to me. I don't know if you'd like to hear like one example or anything. So one is from when my husband was gone. Uh, His name is Rick and he was at his training and it just says, Rick and Char had a great Skype call. We'd really tried hard to have Rick play with Char during the call. They sang songs, played together, played games and talked this happened because Rick really cares about connecting with Char even from a distance. Okay, I really like that because then it's not just, oh, we had this call, but you're fully recognizing, acknowledging, and appreciating. Yeah. Can you say that right? Appreciating that like there is a love between your husband and your son. Right, yeah. And so they're all kind of like that where it's you kind of look deeper at why that was important to you. Like understanding like why this was the thing in amidst all the craziness that like stood out to you was that little light that you saw. Wow. I like that. Okay. Another thing that I really love about you guys, and I haven't even met you, but (laughs) I love that you guys do this. (laughs) So you said that you guys are outlining a book. Tell us about like, how did you come up with that? Um, so we're pretty nerdy people. <laughs> Just a background of that. We're both pretty nerdy. Both of us like writing. I'm currently working on a degree in creative writing um, online. And my husband just has always really enjoyed writing. And we're just trying to figure out more things we can do together in our nerdiness because he's pretty introverted with a lot of the things he likes to do and so we're trying to figure out how the things we enjoy can you know be together and um we were both you know thinking we should write a book we should you know write a story and he's really good at creating worlds and I really struggle with that and I'm really good at creating characters and so it's like let's write a book together (laughs) like let's use the world you've created so I don't have to create a world (laughs) And we'll write a book together. So we haven't gotten super far into that, but I think it would be a fun thing to do. You know, he was, he was supposed to participate in Rim Pack, which is the, the biggest um, war game, international war games in the, in the world that they do every two years. So he was going to be on a ship for three weeks and his ship ended up breaking down. And yeah. so he ended up being home, but we were like, we could write back and forth our story together. It was kind of our idea. Was <laughs> so you're like, that way we could, you know, have something fun other than just like being on a ship is boring or I can't tell you what I'm working about on or whatever. And being like, the kids did this today. So we are like, we can, you know, work on our story when we're apart. It's something we could do together when we're not together. So that's kind of how that idea came across so far. We have characters and a world and that's, that's it. We don't have really a plot yet, but that's what we have. I think this is brilliant though. Like, you're laughing at yourself because it's nerdy or something, but just the concept that you have found something that like really has, I mean, I don't, maybe someday you'll get a book deal and it will sell, but maybe not, but just something that you, it's a, the simple concept that it's something that you both enjoy doing mm-hmm. and you're doing it 
together. Like that I think is so brilliant and important. Yeah. To do. Yeah. It, it really is. Like I laugh because yeah, it's kind of our silly way of doing it, but it, I do think it's important that we're like, you know, finding ways to do things we enjoy, even when we're not together or in different ways than we would normally do it. Other than, you know, sitting and watching, Mm -hmm. you know, movies, which we enjoy. We've spent several nights being like, all right, what would our characters do in this situation? What kind of story could we have our characters go with their motivations that they have? And it's been, it's been fun. Right. And it's like watching movies together is fine, but Oh yeah. Like it's also great. How much are you building? Yeah. Like how much are you building the relationship when you're watching a movie versus like actually doing something together? Yeah. And, but I just, I love that. It's so (laughs) random. Yes, it is. I think it's awesome. (laughs) It's just, that's, I've never heard of a couple just writing a book together. At, at least like right, not yeah. professional authors, you know, like just a couple deciding we're going to write a book yeah. together. Like yeah. you guys just got creative and now you're being creative together. Like, yeah. I just, well, thank you. I, I just can't say how much I think it's awesome. And now I'm like, I, I couldn't write a book. My husband's a good writer. Right. He's, but like professional writing type thing, but like, we're never going to write a book, but now I'm trying to think, okay, what, what random thing, what is, what is something that we both enjoy doing that we could just do together? Like, I don't know. I've, I've got lots of thinking to do though. Yeah. I guess I think it's, we've had a very, we're very different people and what we normally like to do. He's pretty introverted. He's very nerdy, likes like Dungeons and Dragons and whatnot, which I've got into a little bit with him. Um, but I'm very like extroverted and want to do things with people. <laughs> And like, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so we were trying to figure out, you know, how can we take this thing that you usually do on your own and we can do it together. And so, yeah, it's fun. I, yeah. I'm just going to keep on saying how awesome I think it is. <laughs> well, thank you. So good. Um, you've brought up this positive psychology. Um, so how has, good. how has that positive psychology or that understanding of pet, positive psychology helped you, um, throughout all of this. I know you haven't been in the military very long, but I mean, even Mm -hmm. as professional students, I'm sure he wasn't home all the time. Yeah. So how has positive psychology helped you through all this? Uh, I think the gratitude journal has been a huge thing to like, look at the things, um, that I'm grateful for in all the craziness, that's been obviously a really big thing. The other thing is I feel like this probably just applies to a lot of moms is that it's really hard to like find your identity sometimes in all the craziness and having a professional student husband. I mean, he, he wasn't home very often at all. And having, you know, waiting, being a waiting warrior, your husband is, you know, working weird hours, sometimes night shifts and you're doing, I mean, I just can't imagine the people who do all those things, but it's been, um, they have a lot of other resources and great things. They have something called the, uh, the value in action character traits test or VIA. And you 
can take the test and it tells you what your top character traits are. And it's, it's not like a personality test, like, you know, created by like Disney or something. It's like, which, you know, is fun, but this is, you know, scientists have gone and be like, have been like, all right, what are the top character traits that we value across the world and across cultures? And then it gives you your top five character strengths. Cause I think we so often get bogged down by what we're not doing well and what's not going right and what's hard. And so I took that about when I started doing all this and it talks about all your top traits and just examples. Some of the traits are bravery or creativity or love or spirituality. Um, and those are just some examples and there's 25 and we all have all of them, but your top five are your signature traits. And one of the ideas in positive psychology is to find new ways to use those signature traits. Uh, so I've, I've done things like that. Some of my top traits, um, one of my top traits is creativity. And so I would try and find a new way to be creative or just take time to be creative because that's really hard when you have two little kids to take the time to like do anything that isn't like strictly related to them and their survival (laughs) within the 12 (laughs) hours of their life. And so just saying like, all right, well, we're going to sit down and, I'm going to let my three-year-old use my nice pastel crayons so that I can sit next to him and do something creative with them at the same time. So just finding new ways to use my top character traits has, it's been really cool to be like, all right, you know, it's important to still remember you have, you know, a personality and things that you need. And I think sometimes we become very uh, (laughs) self-sacrificing and not that that's not okay, but it's really important to, you know, take care of ourselves because that's how we're going to be, um, the best spouse we can be and the best parents we can be and and just the best, you know, individuals we can be. So I think that that's been huge to be like, these are my top traits. And it's been nice to focus on the things that make me, me and finding time to, to focus on me in those new, interesting ways. So, Yeah. That's awesome. So can you, can you think of examples of how, like examples of how you've used the traits differently, like an old way that you were using it versus a new, um, sure way that you've done it. Yeah. So when I, one of my top traits, other top traits is love. And obviously, you know, I show love to my children by doing, you know, taking care of them and reading stories to them and all these things. And when I decided to look at love differently, I decided to find songs for, um, for my kids. So being like, this is the song that makes me think of you. This is the song that I apply to you because I love you in this. So for my, my youngest, it's you're my sunshine. It's just my little ball of sunshine or whatever. And so it's just the song that I applied to him. I was like, this is the song that makes me think of you. And, um, and so I sing it, you know, mostly just directly to him because it's his song. This is how I, you know, kind of say, this is, I love you. This is your song. This is how I, I'm trying a new way to show love, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's been one way. Another, um, uh, was spirituality, uh, is another one of my top ones. And I started doing yoga and I love yoga and I've always really enjoyed it, but like, it actually is a very spiritual experience for me sometimes. And I didn't ever really yeah. think of it that way. I always thought meditation, you know, prayer, all those things, but yoga can actually be what for me is a very spiritual experience. And I didn't use it that way until 
three months ago, four months ago. I'm like, I just need some, you know, yoga time because that's where I can, you know, meditate and, you know, connect with, with God and, and whatnot. So that's been another new way. Awesome. I like it. I'm going to have to look up this positive psychology stuff. Who did you say was the writer again or author? So Martin uh, Siegelman is his name. He's the founder of positive psychology. And there's actually a website called authentichappiness.org, which is, has all of his resources. He's actually done a lot of work uh, with the army to help um, promote well-being and whatnot, specifically the army. He has his research on there. So kind of cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll make sure we link all of that in the show notes. If anybody listening wants to look into any of that, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Very cool stuff. (laughs) Well, even just like the using your, your talents, what you're good at. And I really liked what you said about like focusing on just what you're good at as opposed to what you're not like the whole comparison thing, but then using it differently. Cause I think, yeah, I think we sometimes get stuck because the way we've been doing it just doesn't yeah. seem enough anymore for some reason, whether that's in yeah. our so own mind So it's kind of like not. stretching a new muscle right? then, or an old muscle, right? Like you run every day, yeah. that muscle gets used to running. You have to, you know, cross train, I guess, with our yeah. character traits as well. <laughs> <laughs> of all the analogies. <laughs> yes. Tenders. <laughs> Okay. Last and final question. What is your key to thriving that you want to share with waiting warriors? Uh, key to thriving. I think I learned a while ago to just mind the gap is a big thing for me. I feel like we have, you know, all these things we want to succeed in and do and accomplish every day. And some days are just hard. <laughs> some days like your kids just watch TV all day because you just can't handle it. Or, you know, you, you, uh, take care of your kids, but you haven't showered or whatever it happens to be in the day. But I think minding the gap, just be focusing on, you know, what you have accomplished and not focusing so much on, you know, that again, the negative. So, you know, when we, there's, there will always be something in the day that we have not accomplished. And I think sometimes we make it this big chasm <laughs> that's like all we see. So being like, what did I accomplish today? What was the, what was the thing that I was able to do today? So I think that's huge for me to be like, all right, well, I did this. And so, you know, that was on my list and it got done. And I don't need to worry about the 12 other things that didn't happen today. Just taking it as it comes. I like that. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Krista. I have learned a lot today and I know I'm going to go look up positive psychology and I want to start a happiness journal and all that kind of stuff. I've just like, I can tell just by talking to you that that is something that will help, especially just in the situation that we're in with the added stressors and just the more, it's just pressure on me, I, you know, like, but I'm excited. You're so welcome. thank you for sharing. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me, letting me talk on your show. I was, I like listening to it. So it's fun to be on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad somebody's yeah. enjoying it. Okay. Well, for all you waiting warriors out there, um, I will 
see you, hear you, or you'll hear me, I guess, <laughs> next week. I'll talk to you next week. Again, thank you, Krista. Oh, Krista, if somebody wants to connect with you, talk to you um, more about positive psychology or, or anything like that, how could they connect with you? Uh, they could either contact me, I guess, on Instagram or uh, email me. So either of the two. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, guys, I will link all the stuff in the show notes about positive psychology. And again, thank you so much, Krista. It was great having you on the show. Thank you, Michelle. Today's sponsor is Brightbox. Brightbox is an easy, affordable way to brighten somebody's day. You can send someone a quick pick-me-up without the hassle of running around. The purpose of Brightbox is to lift, love, and serve others. Brighten the day with just a few clicks from your phone, sending a customized box straight to the drawer with the price points of $5, $10, or $15 and free shipping. Find a perfect fit at brightboxes.shop or follow along at brightboxes on Instagram for all kinds of ways you can serve and give back to the world. Brighten the day with Brightbox. So please share with any friends and family you know, whether you know someone who is a waiting warrior, or if you just think one episode can shed some light to friends and family about what you're going through, share. And always remember, we're stronger together and here we can thrive. Until next time, have an awesome day.